Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, <laughs> really, really hardworking, <laughs> super intelligent, iconic Disney song-loving <laughs> wife and co-host, Michelle. Hi. Iconic? <laughs> Iconic Is that the topic this week? Songs that scream Disney. It's whatever you want it to be because that's the Hyperion Adventures podcast way. Well, thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to have you with us. We're recording this episode on Sunday, January 17th, 2021. Hope you all had a magnificent week. We've had a lot of fun this week. Well, Michelle's been crazy busy at work, so, you know, please bear with her. She's a bit exhausted. No, no, no. I mean, it's crazy at work for you right now between COVID testing, COVID vaccinations. It's been pretty insane for you. It's been a busy week. We're really trying to do our part into getting more people vaccinated and and how we can uh, get that going. And we've done a lot better this week and we have great plans for next week. Trying so. to ramp it up, but it's right. been insane. But uh, they're doing their best. They're doing their hardest <laughs> work. And uh, we're going to make through this. Also, we've been trying to do some travel planning uh, for a trip coming up here right. uh, next month that we're really excited about to the Walt Disney World Resort. So Michelle's been working with a lot of that in her off time. So <laughs> she's been it's amazing she's been able to work on this podcast at all this oh, week. Because she's been really, really <laughs> busy but uh we are glad that you are joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there you will see that you could sign up for the newsletter yes please sign up for the newsletter which is just another way to kind of be in the hyperion adventures podcast no we put out topics that are upcoming topics that we've done in the past little kind of interesting information about what's going on in the hyperion adventures podcast world our disney dishes blog recipe of the week. We did the ratatouille, Remy's ratatouille this mm -hmm. last week. Uh, this week I did recreate the uh, seared scallop with the chorizo yeah. and the red pepper coolie. That should be coming up, I believe tomorrow. I'm going to try and write that up so that should be out this week at some point. So uh, it will be linked to on the newsletter, but it'll also be on the Disney Dishes blog as well. Right. Well, a couple things. One, the, the dish was delicious. You did an amazing job and it was beautiful to look at as well as yummy to eat. Uh, and in terms of the newsletter, it was our newsletter subscribers that actually came up with today's topic. Yes, so. yes. We'll get to that in a moment as well. But yes, I thank you for those of you. I was going to put it out in a lot of different places, but the newsletter subscribers came through and right. gave us a lot of different suggestions, which we have put in our library on our <laughs> calendar that a lot of those we are going to be eventually using. But we'll tell you what today's is in just a little mm -hmm. bit and who that came from. Uh, also, please follow us on social media. We got a lot of responses today on today's topic on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. I didn't tie my hair back today, so you're oh, going to get man. fully wild hair today. <laughs> Although, even with my hair tied back last week, I had this little alfalfa thing going for the entire show last week. Is it there today? I can't see it from this. Oh, wait. I don't, no, that's just like a single hair. Oh, I just made it worse. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. 
<laughs> Sorry. We'll straighten that out and it'll be all over our YouTube channel and you can't wait to see that. But anyway, uh, just, I, I hate to make this about my hair every week. It's driving me crazy and my hair, every time I try and edit these videos, my hair is all over the place and it's hilarious. Just promise me you don't go for like a military cut and just... <laughs> Oh, man, it's getting close to no, me. No. I, I'm, I'm searching for flow bees out there <laughs> online. Is there anywhere I can still get one of those? Because I need to do something with my hair. But again, I'm if not anything, trying. I can try to do some things. But it, I, I've. I did my mom's hair one time and she made me promise never to come <laughs> to her head with scissors again. It was not a pretty outcome. So. I'm not concerned. It may come to that here pretty <laughs> soon. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, please find us on uh, YouTube. You just need to do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. When we come up, hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And again, we love to get getting some feedback this past week. Uh, it's just great. Another way to connect with people and we really appreciate it. And, uh, Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. And we also love reviews. Uh, reviews mm -hmm. help us in so many ways, mostly just to help us become a better podcast. And we did get a new review again Yay. this week. Another five-star review. Thank, thank you, you very much. This one was a quick one. It's just titled Awesome Podcast. Aww. And they said, I really like this podcast. Very family-friendly. Great straight on Disney. And that was by Minnie Mouse 02. Whoever you are, Minnie Mouse 02. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yes. 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 So... Uh, also, we got Let's some wait. response from last week's topic. If you remember, we're at the end of last week's topic, mm -hmm. all about the uh, Taste of Epcot International <laughs> Festival of the Arts. We right. said if you have anything else to say about it, hit us mm -hmm. up and we will share it on an upcoming show. Well, we did get a response from Scott in Minnesota. He said, hey, Tom and Michelle, listening to this week's, week's episode about the Epcot Festival of whatever, and it reminded <laughs> yeah, me right? of a funny story from last year's festival. We went to Walt Disney World last year to enjoy our first year in our DVC home. Ooh, welcome welcome home. home. Yes. Uh, we had no idea that the festival, I'm not even going to try, was going on. <laughs> As we're making our way around Showcase Pavilion, just passing Japan, we heard a band doing a fantastic job playing Find Your Way Back by Jefferson Airplane. I turned to my wife and commented how great they sounded as we came upon the stage to in front of the American Pavilion. It was none other than Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Airplane slash Jefferson Starship slash Starship. <laughs> Pick a name, guys. Jeez. <laughs> I sat and listened to a few more songs when the girls went in and to go see the American Adventure. Uh, just one highlight of many on that particular trip. I love the show and listen every Monday. I can't wait until we can use some of Michelle's great <laughs> tips. Scott in Minnesota. Thank you, Scott. Thank for you. Yeah. Love that story. Love hearing stories like that. It's it's so great and makes our show Richard getting right. that feedback thank you so much yes and we talked about it last week that you know obviously this year's a little different mm -hmm. but a lot of years there are those concerts that, that take place right. out there they're kind of cool it's kind of like the fair feeling you know if you go I don't know if you have a, a county fair you know that goes through your neck of the woods wherever mm -hmm. you are uh, but we know we have the San Diego County Fair here right. and there's a lot of those bands that you know, they're not going to fill the giant arenas anymore, right. but they did at one point, and now they're just kind of fun. And a lot of that is, happens also at the uh, Epcot International Festival of the Arts. I need to take a deep breath to go through Right, yeah. which this year has a slightly different name, right. but pretty reminiscent of right. that. But yes, love hearing stories. So please, anybody else want to share a story? We enjoy 
uh, kind of living Disney love through all of you. Right. That's, that's part of our goal here is to yeah. share the Disney love and to uh, get it from you guys and find out what you love. And, and that's why we always put it out for these topics, even uh, when the episode is done to get more right. responses, because we love hearing about what the what it is Disney-wise that you love. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> Well, so. that's not, that was fun. I'm sorry. I was trying to come up with a word that wasn't exactly because I say that all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, perfect. It's perfect. Uh, let's get to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including your chance to explore a couple of exotic destinations Ooh. with Disney. That's interesting. And an Avenger may be getting set to return to the MCU. Ooh, I have a little mm. news about that as well. By the way, WandaVision, wow. we loved it, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So intriguing. Uh, you know, it, it really it, it's kind of like almost like a suspense feeling, but it's also hilarious right. and, and comical and, and, and cute uh, and just can't wait to really be able to finally understand kind of what's going on there but right it's really i mean the actors are great the, the you know the playoff of everybody is wonderful the setting is so funny being you know kind of 50s or 60s kind of look and like you pointed out even the size of the image on on the screen is more of one of you know the square from right tvs from the, of the past back in the day yeah yeah and it, it's just just so funny. Uh, it's got so many great pieces. And uh, I think we caught some Easter eggs. And I'm sure there are some that we mm. haven't picked up on. I'm, I'm hoping they eventually have similar to what uh, Mandalorian had, where they would have some kind of a recap afterwards to kind of give some background of it as right. well. But even if not, it's just, it, it, it is amazing. It's like I said, it's, um, it's, it's really intriguing. I think it's it. Well, you know, it's been a long time since we've had any new Marvel sure. in in uh, Disney or exactly. any, anywhere. Um, <laughs> so it's it's great that we're getting this, and I have a feeling that this a lot of what we're going to see come from this in WandaVision is going to build onto what the next phase right. of Marvel is going to be. You know, post Avengers Endgame and mm -hmm. everything else. So we this this is going to be the year of Marvel on Disney Plus and uh, hope you know hopefully out in the theaters as well. But for sure on Disney Plus. And right. so I'm looking forward to seeing where they come from. That well, you know, looking at in WandaVision, I think it's interesting that it's it's you know I, I we posted a tweet about this. You know, it was funny, nostalgic. In a little bit heartbreaking at times, mm -hmm. very mysterious as to what everything is going to build to and why they're in this world. Um, you know, it's really interesting. And if you know a little bit about what's happened in the Marvel Universe to this point, you know, there's some things that are it. They're, obviously, it's strange. It's weird. Right. But there's some things that are out of place here. And. You know, I, and one of the things I was thinking about this the other day and compared it to, and there's another series from the 90s that we love very much and we'll go back and rewatch occasionally, and that is uh, Buffy the Vampire right. Slayer. Not Disney, but still a great yes. series. Um, and there is an episode in Buffy the Vampire Slayer where... It's and it's kind of a, this is kind of Twilight Zone. One division kind of reminds me of Twilight right. Zone in some ways, and this one's kind of Twilight Zone too. And it was Buffy was like, okay, she yes, yeah, she lives in this world. She you know kills vampires, fights demons, right. and everything. Uh, but then suddenly she is you know gets blasted by the trio, and mm -hmm. she ends up having this 
flashback where she's in a mental asylum, right. you know, and her mom and dad, they're like, you've been in here, you're creating these, these right. fabrications, the, these illusions within your own mind to kind of answer to some problems that you've had. Right. And so they were like, and so it kind of left you questioning what is real. Right. You know? right. I mean, yes. and, and that's kind of what I think WandaVision kind of is. Right. I mean, I think even in the trailer, um, you know, they, they showed where Wanda was even questioning, you know, why is vision here even? Right. And, um, and so it, it's something that as you're watching it, it's in the back of your mind. It's mm -hmm. like, when are we going to find out some of the whys of this, but just some things that happen every once in a while and going back and watching it, you know, a second time or a third time, really, it's like, wow, I really want to know more. Right. And I think we're going to, it's going to be a slow burn. You're right. going to get to know a little bits and pieces. It's a mystery. They want you to try right. and kind of figure it out as you go along. And I'm looking forward to going on the entire ride. I'm, I've bought in completely. I believe you right. have as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. I'm really enjoying it and can't wait to see where yeah. it goes. I mean, they're doing a great job of character development of some of the other characters that are, are within this, this universe or this, uh, sitcom and <laughs> uh, you know so you're getting to see and understand a little bit about them um like i said every once in a while you know there's there's something that goes a little awry that you're like hmm what yeah. does that mean something that must Where, i think yeah. that means something right right you know and so i think this is going to be one of those kind of like mandalorian after you watch the whole series kind of going back to the beginning and knowing what you know at the end really makes the beginning even a little bit right. more interesting. Right. So. so anyway, sorry to spin us off on that yeah. tangent, but uh, we loved WandaVision. I wanted to be sure we talked about right. it before we got too much more into the episode. But let's go ahead and get to it. Let's get to our main topic of the week. So yeah, as we mentioned last week, um, we had a wide open space this week because this was we were supposed to have been just back from a trip to right. Walt Disney World, but we canceled that trip, delayed it, postponed it, whatever right. you want to call it. And uh, so we had this gap in our schedule and we haven't done a music episode in a couple months and a five favorite list. So right. we wanted to put it out there to some of our uh, listeners as to what it would be. And we received fantastic responses, right. um, several that we really considered and definitely will be doing mm -hmm. in, in the future. Thank you to everybody who chimed in with some wonderful responses. What we finally settled on came from who you are, a person you already heard from a little bit earlier, Scott in Minnesota. Right who gave us the topic of uh, the uh, five favorite iconic Disney songs, a.k.a. songs that just scream Disney to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, the reason we're laughing is I, maybe I only partially listened to you. <laughs> I heard the songs that scream. I Disney. do talk a lot. I do talk a lot, <laughs> no, so I no. understand it. Um, I, you know, that's the part that at least that stuck in my brain. Songs that scream Disney, and so I don't know if my songs necessarily fit the the mold of iconic as much as songs that when I hear them, I. I think, oh, that's Disney. Well, that I mean, it was up for interpretation. You know, mm -hmm. iconic Disney songs, songs that scream Disney. That's why whenever I send it out to anybody, when I put it out on social media, I said both things. 
Um, and most of our topics, they're up for interpretation. There could be songs like, you know, Disney songs that make you cry. It could be songs that most people laugh through or, you know, right. but it may make you actually cry. Right. You know, I right. mean, and, and so it's just different for everybody. You know, what's inspirational song to you? What's your favorite love song? Well, you know, you can read into what's your dance party song. Right. You can read into them and, and play them out however you want. And so, and I think this is really kind of up for that. <laughs> it's what's iconic, what makes Screams Disney to you. It could be different right. across the board. And I right. think we're going to see, because we got a lot of responses that it's kind of going to be that way today. Sure, sure. So hopefully so. it's... I'm not too off topic. You're great. It's going to be great. I have no doubt that Michelle's list will be the very best no. list because it always is the very best list. So let's get right to it. Our five favorite iconic Disney songs slash songs that scream Disney to you. And let's start with Michelle's awesome, amazing, always the best list. Michelle, wow, what's please. your number five? All right. So again, giving a little a bit of history with approaching this list you know, originally when I even thinking songs that scream Disney or whatever, I was my mind was kind of going oh historical, only historical, like early or origin kind of songs. And then I, I thought, oh, I hope I'm not, you know, just going to stick to that pathway. So fortunately, as I was making my list, I did some, you know, ad adoptions of different songs <laughs> from time to time. But um, I was glad to see that it wasn't all just very, you know, the first like decade of Classic Disney songs. songs. Yeah. So kind of on the map. So that's good. That's mine kind of that way too, I think, or maybe uh. not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so my number five is you've got a friend in me. A friendship will never die You're gonna see it's our destiny You got a friend in me You got a friend in me You got a friend in me So yeah it's, you know, it's funny when this movie first came out, I think just the novelty of some of the imagery, the type of animation it was, you know, it was more of a visual cap, you know, capture for my attention that the song really wasn't something that resonated with me. But over time, I've really learned to love it. I love the simplicity mm -hmm. of talking about the love of friendship, mm -hmm. you know, and that friendship means being there when somebody you know needs you but also in celebrating successes together so i i just thought yes this screams disney it, it talks of that friendship and that love and and you know the camaraderie you know and and i just think of us us and you are my best friend mm -hmm. and you know i i when i hear this song i think of you yeah. so well, okay, you were concerned about your list. <laughs> this song is also on my list. Wow. I have it higher than you do. I have it at number four for me. Okay. Um, for all the same reasons you just brought up, it is the 
Pixar song. There have, you know, I mean, Pixar, they're not musicals. You know, mm-hmm. there are some songs right. that some movies, I mean, maybe Coco, right. um, it's kind of a different type of musical. Mm-hmm. It has more music in it than most of them, but most of them just have a song or two. They're, they're right. not right. musicals. You know, they do have a score that's right. a lot of times a really great score, but they don't have a lot of songs. But this is the Pixar song. I think you said simple, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful. All about friendship uh, through thick and thin. Right. Um, and uh, that's why it's on my list as well. That was my number four. So oh, very cool. you were concerned about your list, yes. <laughs> but we're already in sync on wow. this one. So, All yeah. right. So what's your number five then? My number five. Well, as we all know. Shocked. I'm shocked <laughs> that made your list. <laughs> Hashtag real man love Frozen. Uh, yes, uh, let it go. To me, shouts out, from Frozen, of mm-hmm. course, shouts out modern Disney. Right, uh, right. It shouts Disney to me, modern Disney to me. Uh, it's an anthem for young mm-hmm. girls or young ladies, young women, or those who are young ladies at heart like right. me <laughs> or just people who are struggling with identities sometimes yeah. you know i think it's inspirational it's a wonderful song it's so well sung by adina menzel mm-hmm. it's got and it is the i mean i know it got overplayed and some people got mm-hmm. tired of it and whatever else but it is the disney anthem of the 2010s right. you know i mean it is it is an amazing song and i I personally can't get enough of it, but, um, as you may have noticed, uh, but I, I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, totally recognize it as meeting this topic for sure. You know, um, I knew I didn't need to put it on my list because I knew it would be on your <laughs> list. It's like it's more it would be more difficult to find out what list we would do that didn't have a Frozen song on yeah, it. By good part. <laughs> But anyways, um, I totally agree with you. You know, it just didn't make on my favorite list, but definitely is is in my honorable mentions. And it's a great song for sure. Thank you. So So that's my number five. Let's get to we already heard my number four. Let's get to Michelle's number four favorite iconic song, Disney, iconic Disney song slash Songs that just scream Disney. See, we're trying to make our our show title be kind of like these festivals. Yes, true. <laughs> but the, which I'll never get right. So we'll just do our best. So I actually have a four A and B. Um, one is more uh, Hyperion Adventures uh, podcast I tradition. Know. One is more, um, more I guess would fall under the iconic, and the other one is a, a little bit more um, modern. So my four A would be a dream is a wish your heart makes from Cinderella. In your dreams, and someday your rainbow will come.
character really had the odds against her and um she didn't try to kill anybody so that was that's good you know but you know just more the issue of you know holding on to hope being true to yourself being you know looking at things in a way that isn't going to defeat you Mm. and and so I, i felt like that kind of a of a concept to me screams disney when you think of walt creating Disneyland and the concept of coming to that or even doing a full uh, animated feature movie when that was never something out there the odds weren't in his favor Mm -hmm. Um, and yet he stayed true to his his ideals what he his vision was and you know and it prevailed and so I I, I feel kind of the parallel with this Mm -hmm. song to that um, and then on a more, let me just say, so I, that was a, that's a terrific choice. It was on my list for a Ooh. little bit. And uh-huh. then I, I, my list had like several, several different songs jump right. on and off my yes. list. Um, that was one that was on there and definitely was in my honorable mentions. Right. So. Right. Yeah. It was, it was tough, obviously kind of getting down to five for yeah. sure. So <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. Um, I know. I know. And four a is life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing along. You know, it's just an easy, catchy tune, mm-hmm. you know, one that's, again, sends a positive message that, you know, just keep looking on the bright side of things. And, you know, and it, isn't that the point of what the Disney mm-hmm. company is, is be happy, you know, do something, you know, that at least for a particular amount of time, brings you joy. And I feel like that song kind of captured that and screams Disney to me. I love that movie and I love that song, Hashtag Save the Muppets, by the way. Which, by the way, there was an interesting uh, post on social media, the Muppets, they're getting ready to, they they said they already got an announcement coming. I don't know what it's going to be, something happening, but uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. But yeah, a great song. I love that movie very much. It's just one that I could just put, whenever it's on, I can just, just sit and it doesn't right. matter what part of the film it is. I right. Mean, just sit back and enjoy it. Exactly. So, so great. Right. So those are your fours. Right. Michelle's number fours. <laughs> My number four, we already talked about is you've got a friend in right. me from Toy Story. So let's go back to Michelle for her <laughs> number three. So my number three is Imagination from Journey into Imagination Attraction, the original. Come on, everybody. Let's we go. We all have sparks. Imagination. That's how our minds create creations <laughs> right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark 
lights up for you. Oh, why? Imagination. Imagination. A dream can be a dream come true. With just that spark in me and you. You know, and I just, again, kind of going back to the concepts of Walt is... You know, using your imagination that's going to be sparked from all kinds of different things and, you know, enjoy life, enjoy things mm-hmm. and, you know, continue to be creative and continue to tap in on on what inspires you and what makes you feel good. And, and to me, that screams Disney. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I never had the chance to uh, ride the uh, original version mm-hmm. of that of that uh, attraction. Um, but I love the song. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the song, but that's why it probably didn't make my list is because I never really got to fully experience right. it like you did. Yeah. So, but uh, it's, it definitely is deserved. So it's a great choice. Thank you. So now we're to your number three. My number three is also an attraction song. And it's actually an attraction that I'm not a, and I think both of us, we're not uh-huh. like huge fans of. We enjoy it. It's fine. We're huge fans of. But just like walking through the parks or if it just pops on on whatever, you know, streaming service we're right. listening to music or whatever with, it always strikes us and it, it always hits Disney to me. And that is the theme from Fantasmic. It's just one of those songs right. that makes me, every time I hear it, I, I am instantly transported to the parks. Right. It doesn't matter where I am, True. what I'm doing. I'm industry. And, you know, when the, dun, 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 I'm always putting, right. you know, I got to <laughs> put, put the hands up right. in the air, firing along with it. It just, it, you know, and it's all about imagination and inspiration. Right. And it, it, it's just, it shouts Disney it to does. me. It screams Disney to me. Totally. I mean, that makes sense. It, it, it has all the characters it involves classic characters newer characters um we've we've really liked the newer version that the reimagined version that disneyland came out with Mm -hmm. a couple years ago you know in bringing some updated characters to that as well and and updated um some of the special effects too uh yeah but you're right that song just the way it sounds it does transport you. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's why it, it reached my number three. I actually had it lower, and then I, the more I thought about it, the more I listened to it, I'm like, I got to move it up higher because it just really strikes me right. as, as, as something that just feels Disney to me whenever it happens. Right. So, right. Uh, so that's my number three. Let's get to Michelle's number two icon- favorite iconic Disney song slash song that just screams Disney. <laughs> Okay, so again, I have two songs. <laughs> I, mean, I actually have a real five this time, so Michelle is making up for it in the High Period Adventures tradition. Right, yeah. you know, it was kind of funny. I I was reflecting back at the last few lists we've done, and I've been very much on on target with just five. And, and this one, um, I, I th- again, I think it's the old and the new conflict that I was mm-hmm. having that I wanted to make sure and 
bringing some new ones because I do think there's a lot of great newer songs that scream Disney, you know, or, you know, are iconic in their concepts and stuff. Um, so again, for kind of similar topics, I guess, but the, the 2A I would put as Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins. Or a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, the medicine go down, just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. And uh, 2B is I've Got a Dream from Tangle. She's got a dream, he's got a dream, they got a dream, we've got a dream. So what difference is a really and it's dream? We're Call us brutal, sadistic, and grotesquely optimistic. Cause way down deep inside we've got a dream. I've got a dream, I've got a dream, I've got a dream, I've got a dream, I've got a I think both of them kind of share some similar similarities to it, but spoonful of sugar, again, just a classic, classic Mary Poppins. Poppins. Um, You know, it's all how you look at things, you know, it's, it's something may seem like drudgery or work, but you can certainly turn it around and get some enjoyment out of it. Make it a game, make it a game. That's right. Um, And so I, I feel like that's just something we always, whether it's Mary Poppins or that song, it, you know, to me, it's something that everybody thinks of Disney right. when they hear that. Um, and then Entangled, I've Got a Dream. And kind of going with some of the, you know, the other topics I was talking about is, you know, realizing that, you know, there's there's something in your gut or something in your heart, the passion mm-hmm. that, you know, that that's there that makes you, drives you to transform yourself and to seek out, even through odds that might not seem ever insurmount or seem insurmountable um, and that you just try to go for them. And I, and I think that again is a message that comes through in a lot of the Disney movies and a lot of, you know, things related to Disney. Yeah. Uh, they're both great songs. Love them both. And uh, both deserve it to be on this list for sure. So oh, thank you. great choices, Michelle. Mm. And Michelle's number twos. <laughs> uh, number twos. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and what about you? My number two is also from Mary Poppins, but it's a different Mary mm-hmm. Poppins song. And it's a song that shouts um, mm-hmm. Disney to me whenever I hear it. And that is... So when the cat has got your tongue, there's no need for dismay. Just summon up this word and then you've got a lot to say. But better use it carefully or it could change your life. For example? Uh, yes? One night I said it to me girl, and now me girl's me wife. Wow. And a lovely thing she is, too. <laughs> She's I mean, they, they made up a word. <laughs> it's its own word. Right? And so now whenever you hear that word, you're thinking Mary Poppins. So you're thinking Disney. So that's why it screams Disney to me, for at least in part. Right. Uh, it's the Sherman Brothers, who just like yes. Spoonful of Sugar mm-hmm. and some other, uh, you know, what a great job they've done on so many right. wonderful songs as well. Uh, it's just a total fun song. It's just fully Disney to me. And it just... It's Mary Poppins. Right, I mean, right, come on. Right. Mary Poppins, it's the ultimate Disney live action film. Exactly. And yeah, I, I totally agree. That is a great, 
great consideration. Uh, you know, there was several Mary Poppins songs mm-hmm. that actually popped into my head. Um, uh, there were several that were on this list. And right. I just narrowed it down to, I'm just going to keep one Mary Poppins song. Right, there. exactly. Right. So, um, th- but yeah, you're right. That's a great song. Definitely when you hear that, your brain heads, hits Disney. Right. So, so that's my number two. Let's get, and I think we're going to be completely in sync with this one, which <laughs> and it's going to be a song that I almost just excluded from this because I have a feeling it's going to be so widespread as everybody's number one right. Disney yeah. song, uh, Michelle. But what is it? Tell everybody what it is. Uh, when you wish upon a star. Like a moon out of the blue, steps in. Right. I mean, yeah, iconic, definitely. And I'm not surprised that it made it on your list as well. Um, you know, who doesn't like the idea of wishing on a star, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, you know, sometimes when you find yourself just looking out a window or going for a walk at night and seeing a star, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just weird, but I do. Oh, that's the yeah, first star I'm seeing. So, right. <laughs> you know, it, and it just, it totally hits the Disney heart. It's Disney's official slash unofficial right. theme song. True. I mean, so it has to shout Disney to you. It has to scream Disney to you. It's mm-hmm. definitely iconic. It, there's a reason why you hear it virtually everywhere you go in right. the park during every big moment. Is exactly. because it is such an amazing song, and it is all about Disney wishing upon a star, wanting your dreams to come true. Right. You know, um, it's it's spectacular. Of course, from Pinocchio originally, right. but in, it played in so many different ways mm-hmm. or so many different things. Um, it is just it's it's Disney. Right. Exactly. And and it. Like you said, it's something that you just don't, you hear and you can't help but think of Disney. Yeah. So, so I, like I said, I, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, maybe I should have excluded this one from it and just said mm-hmm. like, look, that's obviously going to be everyone's number one, but right. I don't think it's necessarily true, but I think mostly it was going to be on most people's lists right. because it is so iconic. Sure. It is so classic right. and everything, but I just went ahead and went with it anyway yeah, so, so. because it deserves to be right, number one right. by far and away. It's like, it's hands down. It's not even close. The other songs are great. Right. Love them all. Right. When you wish upon a star. Uh, hands down the the most iconic slash song that screams Disney it's, to you. Yes, you know, couldn't so. couldn't agree more. So uh, we also got some great listener mm-hmm. uh, suggestions out there. I'm going to start with Scott in Mini- mm-hmm. Minnesota, who actually is the one who sent us yeah, this bravo, topic. Bravo, so Scott. Thank you, Scott. And, uh, and here's uh, what his top five list, he says, would be. Uh, number five, uh, Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast, of course. Uh, Let it go. <laughs> Hashtag Real Man Love Frozen. Yes, I agree with you, Scott. Thank you. Uh, you've got a friend in me mm-hmm. from Toy Story. A uh, whistle while you work right. from Snow White. Great one. Right. Perfect choice. And of course, number one, when you wish upon a star right. from Pinocchio. Uh, we also got one from Tony the Disney Dad who from Twitter. You can find him at Disney underscore discuss. And he said, My top five ish iconic <laughs> Disney songs when you wish upon a star. Right. Uh, this is a one that uh, really could have been on my list as well. And it was for a short time. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. 
There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart When it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away So obviously there's a great, big, beautiful yep. tomorrow from the Carousel of Progress. Right. That uh, definitely screams Disney. Mm-hmm. Definitely deserves to be on uh, lists out sure. there. And it was on mine for a short time, but right. got bumped off. So I have to say, looking at Tony's list, that is, maybe in different order, my identical first list. Yeah. It's a great yeah, list, yeah. for sure. Uh, let's go through the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hi-Ho from Snow White. Uh, the Bear Necessities, right. another great one from mm-hmm. The Jungle Book. And A Whole New World from Aladdin. He also had a couple honorable mentions right. as well. Uh, the Steamboat Willie Whistling, right. which is, you know, I mean, that's why there's a reason why they start many of the, sure. the films, the Walt Disney Animation films with it. It's right. That is classic. And Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins, another one that was on my list mm-hmm. for a short time, then got bumped off. Right. But it is just a magnificent, uh, mm-hmm. magnificent. And, uh, Disney song. Let's go ahead and we got some more. Michelle, why don't sure. you go through a couple more? So uh, Monday morning monorail podcast people. People. <laughs> people that you can find on Twitter at morning monorail. They said, how to narrow down to five. Great question. <laughs> so they said, <laughs> no, easy. right. No particular order. Hi ho. When you wish upon a star, you can fly mm-hmm. from Peter Pan. Again, great song. Uh, the Bear Necessities mm-hmm. and Be Our Guest. Such a great song. I know. I know. That's awesome. Great list. Uh, Jonathan also uh, sent us an email, and I I love his approach to this. He says, I'm going to go with picks that seem to transcend the movies and leaving a lasting mark on culture and uh, and for the Disney company. Great. Yeah. So number five, Bippity Boppity Boo. Mm -hmm. Great. From Cinderella. Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. And ends up being a boutique now. (laughs) Bippity Boppity Boo. Right. (laughs) Uh, Number four, Let It Go. Hashtag Real Man Love Frozen. Right. Number three, Hi Ho. Uh-huh. Number two, Tale is Oldest Time. But he put, I had to arbitrarily pick an Alan Menken song, but he and Howard brought in a whole new generation of Disney for fans. Sure, for so sure. That no is question true. about that, yeah. And uh, again, uh, When You Wish Upon a Star, he said, this song especially is so much bigger than the movie Pinocchio and feels, well, getting... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit clamped. Yes. And feels a little... 
like a theme for Disney parks. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Thank so, you, Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. So you want to go through a couple more? Yeah. Uh, so the Disney Assembled podcast hit us up. You can find them on Twitter at Disney Assembled. And they have the, there's a great big beautiful tomorrow mm-hmm. from the Carousel Progress. I've got a dream mm-hmm. just like Michelle. Uh, I want to be like you from the Jungle mm-hmm. Book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. Nice. Another great song. Mm-hmm. And Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Right. Yeah. List. That is yeah, a great I list. love it. Yep. Uh, Jacqueline also hit us up on Twitter. You can find her at Pixie Dust PhD. She said, this is very hard because songs that shout Disney to me generally aren't my favorites. Oh, the anguish. <laughs> uh, songs that are very Disney but are not my favorite Disney songs are Hi Ho, mm-hmm. A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, right. mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Right. How about this one from The Little Mermaid? Definitely an iconic Disney Definitely, song. Yes. Um, Howard uh, Ashman and Alan Menken at their best. Right. You know, spawning the Disney Renaissance. Um, definitely another one that shouts, screams Disney right, to me. Right, right. I, I could have been on my list for sure. I would, yeah. think would probably say the same definitely, thing. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it definitely was a uh, consideration. It made it to honorable mentions. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it, it did bring, you know, kind of reinvigorated uh, the Disney animation department and what they put forth after that like you said it was um howard ashman and alan menken's ideal song not just in in the the quality of the song but the emphasis of what they how they had the song sang right. you know it was just it was meticulous detail of making sure every line had the emotion that it needed to and and when it was to to pull back or soften it had that too it was just it was like a choreographed mm-hmm. song and so interesting that it nearly didn't make it into right. the film like yes. they wanted to scratch it out but they uh, Howard and Alan fought for right. it and made yes. sure that it got in the producers yes. uh, made sure that it got in there so uh, Jacqueline went on to say also second star to the right mm-hmm. and uh, when you wish upon a star so uh, I think we got some more Michelle yeah so first of all we have uh, Frank Cardillo from Dillo's mm-hmm. Diz he he has his list, and I think he's deferred to Jen to give a, an official Dillo Diz list. <laughs> but here's Frank's which, which list. Which Jen probably I'm sure loves because <laughs> she loves to make decisions. Right? So, yeah. And she's good at it. Yes. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Let somebody shine with their talent. Yeah. So. Uh, so Frank puts uh, in his list, When You Wish Upon a Star, mm-hmm. You Can Fly. From Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all in the golden afternoon, which is also a really great one. I, I, 
I hadn't thought of that one, but I love that choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is great. I it love is. Winnie the Pooh. I mean, that is that does shout yeah, Disney. It, when you hear Winnie the Pooh. It's, right. It, I mean, I know Winnie, Winnie the Pooh had a life before uh, Disney, right. you know, agreed with A.L. Mill right. to create, uh, but uh, the song itself, Sherman right. Brothers again, uh, yep. Winnie the Pooh. It, exactly. it, just, it shouts Disney for sure. That's right. Uh, Once Upon a Dream. And walks away before he seconds guesses him for some more. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. At some point you do need to do that yeah, because otherwise you're just, your list will just keep shuffling right. on constantly. Yeah, right. So. so then Jen uh, from the other half of Dillo's Diz did produce a Dillo's Diz list. And she said, uh, what? Oh, no. Um, okay. Everything Frank said, plus <laughs> uh, dream is a wish your heart makes mm-hmm. part of your world. I want to be like you. Mm-hmm. Tale as old as time. And she put, can I say wishes? Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Just like we did Fantasmic. And I mean, it's part of, if you hear the, tell me you don't hear the wishes, the song from wishes. And right. don't think about being in the parks, sitting there That's right. by Cinderella Castle. Right. Watching the fireworks. Right. It's kind of like, fan, like what you were saying about Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. So definitely exactly. transforms you there. So uh, we agree with you, Jen. It is painfully difficult to <laughs> narrow down a list. For sure. <laughs> so. For sure. So you have a couple others? Yeah. So uh, Janelle hit us up on Twitter. You can find her at Janelle3480. And she said, great, big, beautiful. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, another uh, firework spectacular can happily ever after count. Yes, yes, absolutely. I have. That was nearly on my list because we have, I mean, I know Wishes is a, you know more classic and right. nostalgic for a lot of people, but we have some great memories with right. happily ever after doing the dessert party within the first few weeks it debuted, uh, getting to see them, uh, Jordan Fisher right. and Angie. Why can't I think of her last oh, name right either. at this moment? But uh, the actual singers of the song, come out and perform oh, it right. on stage for us you know they're filming it for something uh, you know at the same time so it, it and then going up to it, one seeing it multiple times within right. the parks but also going up um, to the top, top of, the, of world. the world lounge and watching the fireworks right. from up there and everything it just is it's entrenched in our memories now with so many great trips we've been on so true yeah it, it shouts Disney to us right as well. definitely does um, like you said it, you know anything that has a story to it right mm-hmm. and it, we did have the special initial uh, introduction to that song. Yeah. So uh, Janelle went on to say a tale as old as time, Mm -hmm. a part of your world. And also friend like me, she said, I know all the words, all the words, because in middle school, we convinced our choir teacher to throw out his old boring music and let us sing all the songs from Aladdin instead. Sweet. Love that. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, so Jeff B. hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Schmelty. <laughs> he said, uh, one little spark, mm-hmm. great big beautiful tomorrow, yeah. when you wish upon a star, right. zippity doo Yes. It's a small world after all, which I was a little surprised right. was not on Michelle's list. <laughs> it was definitely on as an honorable mention yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, it says also went on to say love Hawaiian roller coaster. Yes. Uh, the tiki 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 that tiki was also room. on my. It was like, do I put it on my list? It was like back and forth, and I went with imagination. Here's an interesting attraction one or attraction parade one that shouts Disney to me.
So yeah, of course, right. the theme from the Main Street Electrical yes. Parade. I Great mean, choice. come on, that is Disney. I mean, where else are you going to hear that theme? Right. And it's been for so long, you know, off and on, you know, so many people have had the chance, whether it be at the Walt Disney World Resort or the Disneyland Resort to experience it. When you hear it, it just puts a smile on your face and you think Disney. Right. Totally agree with that. Great choice. And that's why it's always such a popular thing when it does come mm-hmm. back. Like even the the ads that they produce <laughs> to announce it are just adorable right. and you know, love it. So great, great choice to yep. put on the list. Yep. He had a couple more or one more anyway. He also agreed with me with supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Right. You've got some more. We had a lot. Of yeah, we had, it was great. Uh, you got a few more there, Michelle. Yeah. So Adam, who you can find on at Twitter at the mouse and more said, be our guest. Mm-hmm. You can fly. I love this one. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. For sure. That's Arr. a great one. Yes. Arr. <laughs> uh, and in the tiki, 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 tiki room. Mm-hmm. And there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Very good. Great list. Right. And Sarah D that you can find on Twitter at Barry underscore buzz. Uh, she agreed with you. The phantasmic mm-hmm. theme. Uh, when can I see you again? Which, um, you know, I mean, obviously it's from Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think of it more with the Paint the Night Parade. For right. those of you who haven't, I know that's not been to the Walt Disney World Resort yet, but when you, it's been at the Disneyland Resort, so if you've had mm-hmm. a chance to see it, I mean, that is the Main Street Electrical Parade song for the Paint the Night right, Parade. Right, right. It's, it's like updated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Great, great, great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dream is a wish your heart makes mm-hmm. when you wish upon a star and in the Tiki Room. Tiki, 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 tiki room. Yes. I really wish I had a tiki, 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 tiki room. I know. It's right so funny now. you said that because when I was reading it before, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, miss that. Missing Trader Sam's right, right about now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you want me to do one more? Let's do one more. Okay. Abigail, who connected with us, and she's also on Twitter at Abigail Bork. Uh, she put lavender blue, so dear to my heart. Oh, that's a, that's a deep cut. Yeah. 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 Creative. Uh-huh. I like that. We like that. Uh, Hi Ho, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, Circle of Life from Lion King. Which almost made my list as yeah, well. It was on my yeah. list for a while. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely is iconic and shouts mm-hmm. Disney. Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. And that was also one that I was debating from the Mary Poppins movie to include. And When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Right. Great, great. So... Uh, just a couple more from Pat and Charles from the Conversations podcast yeah. also hit us up. By the way, uh, if you're not checking out the Conversations podcast, you're missing out on some highly entertaining yet informational, right. in, informative, not informational, informative Star Wars uh, talk. Uh, Pat and Charles, they're great guys. They do a great show. Definitely go check them out if you enjoy listening yeah. to Star Wars or if you just enjoy a good laugh because they, their show is fantastic. Right. They they do creative approaches. It, you know, like um, I, I think there's some similarities in a lot of the podcasts for Star Wars, which is great. And, and you know, we love that. They they bring some different aspects of how to how to really evaluate or not evaluate, but look at the different components of Star Wars and I love that creativity. Yeah. They just did an uh, excellent episode on Hondo mm-hmm. you, you, you know obviously is from uh, Star Wars the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels but also you experience when you're out at uh, Galaxy's Edge right. you know right there at the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run so uh, very Disney tied in with yes. that so definitely check it out. So uh, the, each of them had a list from Pat they had uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion mm-hmm. King, uh, Whistle While You Work from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs here's one that almost made my list again another one the theme from the Mickey Mouse right. Club, M I C 
K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. We're both wearing our Mickey. That's true. We are. I, and yet I, we didn't I put it on our list. It was on my honorable mentions, right. but I didn't make my list. Uh, you've got a friend in me from mm-hmm. Toy Story and Jolly Holiday from Mary Poppins. Right, Again, another one. so many songs from Mary Poppins could have been there. Uh, Charles had the 1980s Wonderful World of Disney TV show yes. theme song. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Perfect. Uh, Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, another great choice. Right. I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Yes. And again, the Steamboat Willie Whistling right. theme song. And they also both wanted to chime in They, at the end. Yo-ho, A Pirate's Life for Me. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Jolly really good appreciate it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, we, I, I think we hit almost every song, but maybe there's a couple honorable. Do you have any honorable mentions that weren't hit so far? Uh, let me see. Go back to my honorable mentions. Uh, oh, I, I did have Eye to Eye. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Um, from, the, from a goofy movie. From a yeah. goofy movie. And Someday My Prince Will Come. Yeah, from uh, Snow White and the Seven right, Dwarfs. Right, right. Those are great. So. I'm trying to see if I have anything on mine. I think pretty much... Oh, the DuckTales theme. Um, oh, yeah. Is, I just love the DuckTales right. theme, especially the mod- the more modern version mm-hmm. of it. it it's, it's on my running list of songs because it's just so energetic and so great. That uh, that's on there, and I already mentioned "Happily Ever After" right. um, for being so great. So I could have put a lot of Phineas and Ferb songs <sighs> on, but I felt like no, I better not. That's <laughs> true. Could have. Um, but great list, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, great job. And if you didn't chime in yet with your list, we'd still love to hear it. Send it to us, and we'll share it on an upcoming show. And that is our five favorite iconic Disney songs slash songs that just shout Disney. <laughs> So great list. As I already said, everybody loved it. I love our music topics. They're always a lot of fun. And everybody is so diverse and interesting choices. And Michelle's lists are always the very (laughs) best lists. You're so kind. You had a great list. And um, it... I, there were songs for sure that could have made my list as well. But so see when you, now now in hindsight, you're looking at your list as compared yes. to my list and everybody else's list. Was your list all that far off? <laughs> I guess not. Okay then, that's <laughs> what I want to hear. So, Michelle's list always the best list. Let's get to the Disney stories of the week. I do have a few for you this week, and I'm going to start with something that was well, it was sort of sad this Mm -hmm. week but understandable and i think we need to talk about it just a little bit here before we go on and that is the fact that disneyland announced their ending or sunsetting as they put it Mm -hmm. uh their annual pass program so we you know i mean this could be seen as a negative and we always seem to be the positive show but i'm going to put a little positive spin on this Mm -hmm. and that's why i want to bring it up here and i also think it's important because you know most people know that we live in southern california we are disneyland annual pass holders this affects us directly so i think people may want to hear what we had to say about this so anyway uh this was announced on thursday january 14th um, what I would say about it, and I want to hear Michelle's take on this as well. I, we've discussed it a little bit. This is one of the few things, Disney stories, we've talked a little bit about right. off the air. Um, it's disappointing, but it is completely understandable. Right. I think you'd agree with that, Michelle. Definitely. And, and we've mentioned it in past episodes that here in Southern California, the majority of people at the parks on any given day is driven by annual pass holders way more than what you would see in Florida. You know, Florida is like a vacation destination. People and families go there 
for that and and may not have an annual pass. But here in Southern California, it is so heavily, heavily annual pass driven. And it really does drive a lot of crowds um, to the parks. And there's been, you know, all types of attempts, even even before a pandemic and and just looking at maintaining a great experience for people to not be in a park that was overly crowded, um, that they've tried to put into place some things. So it makes sense that uh, you throw in the issue of a pandemic and the need to keep the the crowds to a safe amount to be able to allow for appropriate social distancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just makes sense. Yeah. Hard as it may be, it makes sense. We've been thinking about it for months now. You know, if, well, not if, but when Disneyland finally reopens, how are they going to handle this? Because right. it's going to be very difficult. Now, if you don't live near the Disneyland Resort, never been here, don't know the area really well, you only really know the Walt Disney World Resort mm-hmm. or whatever, just know they are completely different animals as far as, you know, a Walt Disney World Resort is mostly tourist run. I right. mean, they, it is travelers, it is visitors. Yes, there are locals, there mm-hmm. are plenty of locals, there are annual pass holders nearby, right. uh, but D- Disneyland is driven right. by annual pass holders. There are more than 20 million people who live within a two-hour drive mm-hmm. of Disney. Disneyland. And we're not even talking about going, you know, up to San Francisco, going out to right. uh, Las Vegas and Nevada, going out to Phoenix, mm-hmm. and you know, and those are within, you know, six, seven, eight right. hours. You know, they can get down fairly reasonably right. an hour flight. You know, right. really yes. simple to get there. Uh, you know, and there are hundreds of thousands, and maybe even more of that than right. annual pass holders. I don't really have a number for that, but there are. So when they have to try and open this up. You know, for park reservations with limited capacity, it was going to be a logistical nightmare right. to try and get reservations. So they had to do something about that. You know, and it could have been, okay, well, now your annual pass is you're, you're going to have so many blackout right. dates. That really wouldn't be worth the price you paid for it. Sure. So they had to kind of wipe it out, start fresh, and work towards something new. And, and that's what it seems like at least they're going to do for now. They mentioned something about a uh, membership offerings, quote unquote, of, you know, something that maybe, I, I kind of expect this is going to be some sort of tiered plan that maybe the higher you pay, maybe there's some more dates that are available for right. you to get reservations, but who knows what that right. is. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what comes of this. But it just something had to be done because it just it's it's just such a different beast than opening up with right. the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. You know, interestingly, before the pandemic, uh, Disneyland did have a type of annual pass uh, that you actually use the reservation right, a flex system, pass. flex yeah. pass, um, which you know our son had that, and so. You know, there were certain dates that would be blocked off and then some dates, certain parks. Um, but it's so it, it, they had that foundation already. And, and you know, I'm again talking before the pandemic, they were seeing a need to try to control people getting into the parks to have it be so overcrowded right. that they they couldn't guarantee great experiences for everybody. Yeah, before it was always the balance of, you know, trying to have enough people, you know, and, and people who will want to go to the park, have it be a price that you can reasonably enjoy and you don't feel like you're just paying so much ridiculous right. amount of money, which still can seem that way. Yet also when you go that they price, the, the park experience is, is an enjoyable right. one. You're not waiting for two hours for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Right, you know, exactly. nothing, nothing wrong with Mr. Toad's Wild right. Ride, but I don't want to wait two hours for it. <laughs> right. You know, um, so, you know, they always tried to find that balancing point. Now you throw in the pandemic, the limited capacity and everything that's going to happen 
happen eventually when they do get to reopen. It's a whole different ball of wax. So something that had to be done. It, like I said, it's disappointing, right. but we understand it and um, we'll see where we go moving forward. Yeah, definitely. So uh, a couple more Disney stories of the week that I want to get to. Uh, one is that it, if you have some exotic destinations on your bucket list, well, uh, Disney has added a couple of interesting trips uh, that you may like to check out. I know that these... These are a couple places that I would love for us to hit at some point, and it might be interesting to do them with Disney. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this from the Disney Cruise Line blog, who does a great blog on Disney Cruise Line, but this actually doesn't have anything to do with Disney Cruise Line. Essentially, it's a different company. It's Adventures by Disney. Mm -hmm. They announced uh, this week that their first ever expedition cruises to Antarctica and the Galapagos Islands uh, are are coming, offering families a unique way to explore some of the world's most fascinating ecological wonders. Uh, Similar to the Adventures by Disney River Cruises, Disney is partnering with Expedition Cruise Lines uh, for sailings instead of one of the Disney Cruise Line Mm -hmm. ships. So, uh, really cool and interesting places and a way yes. to kind of, you know, one thing about going on some of these trips, if you ever want to go there and you're bringing on some, you know, younger ones right. with you, uh, you know, how will they get bored? You right. know, will they enjoy it? Well, Adventures by Disney does a great job of, you know, including things, doing sure. things, having excursions, having naturalists there to kind of uh, bring in the little ones right. and have them enjoy this trip that maybe you've always wanted to go on. Right. I mean, uh, Adventures by Disney has been been out there for a while. They've done a lot of great things of of tagging along with uh, cruises for people who are going on a on a vacation and kind of, you know, uh, either at the beginning or tail end of the vacation, adding on some of some of their activities. And so seeing it expand to some really unique uh, destinations is exciting. Yeah, there's been a couple of trips. We've never done an Adventures by Disney trip to this point, but there's been a couple things that I've considered us trying to to look into doing at some point. So we may do that at some point. Mm -hmm. These... Um, especially the Antarctica right. one, um, totally is interesting to me. So uh, here's the details on the Antarctica uh, Expedition Cruise. Adventures by Disney Family Expedition Cruises to the White Continent. This is from the, obviously from the pamphlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the White Continent of Antarctica are scheduled for 2021 and 2022. They are two 12-day, 11-night Antarctica and Patagonia Expedition Cruises that will sail with Ponant, a leader in luxury polar expeditions. Uh, the first cruise is December 20th. Uh, 2021 through December 31st of 2021. So it's a holiday cruise. But remember, that's the summer down there. Right. Uh, So know that when you're going in. Uh, The second is January 2022 through February 10th of 2022. January 30th of 2022 through February 10th of 2022. Uh, What happens is you uh, fly, you get to Buenos Aires is where Mm -hmm. this starts. You'll, and in Argentina, you'll fly to uh, Patagonia uh, to the resort town of, and I'm going to not say this correctly, uh, (laughs) Ushuaia. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But then you'll fly there. Uh, Then you'll take a scenic train ride and explore the Tierra del Fuego National Park. Then you'll travel by catamaran through the Beagle Channel and visit the historical settlement of Estancia, Haberton. And then after navigating through the Drake Passes, the journey continues in the awe-inspiring landscapes of Antarctica, where each day brings a new adventure. Guests will embark on daily boat excursions and hike along the continent shorelines, catching glimpses of native wildlife like seabirds, penguins, and seals in their natural habitat. With offshore activities defined by nature, every wildlife viewing will be unique on each sailing. That sounds fantastic. Yes. 
And one of those yeah. places, you know, we got lucky enough to go and, and have a different cruise, not right. not Disney, a different cruise line, and stop off in Greenland. And it's right. just one of those rare places that most people never get to visit. Exactly. But it was, uh, yes. it's one of the most memorable experiences we've ever had. Right. Uh, right. Antarctica would be phenomenal. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely. Me, I just yeah. couldn't imagine what that would be like to uh, go and check that so out. So exciting. Yeah. As for the Galapagos Islands, uh, they have a... Um, Five nine-day, eight-night sailings aboard the boutique expedition ship, the Galapagos Legends. Uh, they'll have plenty of excursions led by naturalists, which you would mm-hmm. expect uh, for this, uh, so that you can uh, find out all about the archipelago's spectacular vistas, remarkable diversity of plant and animal species, with the possible uh, sightings of albatross, frigate birds, uh, the blue-footed booby, <laughs> uh, giant tortoise, um, marine iguana, and uh, the Galapagos penguins, among other things. Uh, they say a trip highlights include snorkeling in turquoise waters inhabited by sea lions, reef fish, and sea turtles, hiking across the island's diverse terrain, and paddling in transparent kayaks uh, along some of these sheltered coves. So, yeah, oh, man. very so cool. great. Yeah, Woo. yeah. Uh, so the, the South and East Galapagos itinerary includes excursions to the islands of South Plaza, North Seymour, San Cristobal, Española, Floraña, and Santa Cruz. And those sailings are March 6th, 2022 through March 14th, 2022, July 10th, 2022 through July 18th of 2022, and August 7th of 2022 through August 15th of 2022. And they also have one that is a North and West Galapagos itinerary that has excursions to the islands of Baltra, uh, Genovesa, uh, Santa Cruz, Santa Fe, Mosquera, Santiago, Rabida, and Isabella and Ferdinand, Fernandina, excuse me. And that is uh, December 18th of 2023 through December 26th of 2022 and if you're looking to book these uh you can do that through the uh, adventures by disney uh experience there right. just look up their page nice. uh, early booking is available on january 19th for those who have done an adventures by mm-hmm. disney uh thing before um for disney vacation club members it's january 21st and uh for general public it's on january 22nd so That's really so really cool exciting. stuff yes. yeah and really interesting um destinations trips. yeah, yeah. i would love to go to either one of right. them but the antarctic one i know for you it's right. the same thing the yes. antarctic one calls out to us yeah to- we've actually talked about in the past how if we could do something that could eventually, you know, do an offshoot of another cruise or sort of South American right. cruise that mm-hmm. happens to go, go down around there. the Cape. Right. Yeah. yeah. So definitely worth checking out. Finally, just one more quick story for you. And that is we may soon see the return of a very popular adventure to the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. fairly soon. Uh, this from Deadline.com, who is pretty much nailed a lot of their casting announcements as of recently. Oh. So it's still a rumor. So they're right. taking, this is a rumor, but the only reason I'm bringing it up is because deadline.com has done a really good job with some wow. of their um, casting Marvel casting announcement recently. And they said in their story, in a move that is sure to rock the Marvel cinematic universe, sources tell deadline that Chris Evans is cleaning the dust off his oh. captain America attire and is expected to reprise the role in the MCU in some form again. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. That huh? is interesting. They say it's still vague whether the deal is closed, but insiders say it's headed in that direction for, Evans to return as Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, in at least one Marvel property with the door open for a second film. Sources add it's unlikely to be a new Captain America installment and more likely to be like what Robert Downey Jr. did 
after Iron Man 3 appearing in such films as Captain America Civil War right. or Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. So kind of appearing in somebody else's sure. film for maybe it's a larger role, maybe it's a smaller role, maybe right. it's a, just a cameo, but you know, still, uh, you know, Chris Evans strapping on yeah, the, uh, the shield cool. and the Captain America gear. Wow, again. awesome. Cool. That yeah. is awesome. I would love for it to be kind of a, a look back at history, maybe what, uh, spoiler for Avengers Endgame, where he goes back into right. the past to kind of return the stones to their locations, sure. maybe some of that. Maybe something with uh, Agent Carter, you know, their life together right. again. I would love to see that, you know, I'd love to see more from Agent Carter right. as well. So we'll see what yeah, comes Yeah, we'll see, this. but that's exciting news that he's going to be returning. Possibly. Possibly. Again, it's a rumor, right. but uh, still interesting stuff. So Very cool. that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she has wonderful lists, <laughs> but also because she's beautiful, super hardworking, oh, yeah. really smart, and she always has the very best tip. Oh, so let's get to Michelle's kind. tip of the week. Oh, thank you. Um, so my tip is, you know, it's not really a large tip, but, you know, something that you may not know. We've talked about um, photo pass in the parks and, you know, having the ability to, to have that, especially if you get the uh, photo pass um package added on that you can have those um but what you might not know is that disney studios disney springs they have a disney uh what do they call it disney photo pass studio mm -hmm. and so they have cool backdrops they have you know little um props that you could use so just another way to you know experience capturing some really great photos uh and again if you have photo pass on it it's free for you right. and so you know just another activity that you could do outside of the parks and that will produce some lasting memories. Yes, we've talked about it. We talked about it last week. We were talking about some of the PhotoPass memory maker type options, right. how great it is that, especially if you're if you're not regularly going to the parks, right. if you're, you're, you only go once a year or maybe once every few years, right. uh, or maybe this is the one time that you go to the Walt Disney World Resort and, you know, um, trying to capture as much, as many memories as possible from that. And that's a great way to yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, you might find that you're in the parks and you're doing so much that you don't get a lot of, you know, you don't take a lot of opportunity to get some, you know, special either individual or family mm -hmm. photos. And you might be heading over to Disney Springs later in the afternoon or evening. That gives you an option to yep. get some pictures taken. Great. Great selection. Oh. Great choice. Michelle's tip. Always the best <laughs> Thank tip. Thank you. My tip is really quickly, is really quick one this week. And I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that if you rent a car or drive your own car to the Walt Disney World Resort, you do have to pay for parking mm -hmm. at when you're staying on property at one of the Disney resorts, right. unless you're a Disney Vacation Club member who is staying on points. Right. However... Uh, what you may not know about this is that when you pay for that parking at that Disney resort, that also includes the parking at the Disney parks. Mm -hmm. So know that you're not paying twice for that, you know, so you might want it when you're trying to do your budget, right. you know, don't think that, oh, if we get a car, we have to pay for parking at the resort. Then we're also paying for parking if we drive to right. the parks or whatever. No, uh, that is included in your price. Yeah. Also, if you're staying offsite, maybe you're not paying for parking wherever you're staying offsite, but you will have to pay for parking at 
the Disney parks. Right. So just one of those things to take into the equation when right. you're trying to figure out your budget more than anything else. I just, I like to have, you know, just so you know, kind of so you're in the know of these things, uh, what your budget is like. So if, by the way, if you're staying at the resort and you're going to drive to the parks, all you need to do is just, you know, show them proof that you're staying at yeah. a Disney resort. Usually that's a magic band or right, whatever. Right. And that is what gets you straight into the park. No yeah, problems. Right. Exactly. So no, that's a great tip. And you know, if you are staying off property, and you're scouting out, for example, where to stay, that may be something you put into mm-hmm. consideration. One, do they charge uh, parking? Because some more resorts uh, in Central Florida are charging for parking. Mm-hmm. Here in Southern Cal has always been the case. Right. Uh, but um, some of them don't, and some of them also provide uh, their own transportation mm-hmm. to the park. So things that you can research and consider, like you said, with your budget when right. you're planning a trip. Just want you to be covered as much as you can when you're trying to, because the, these these trips can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to figure it out, where your money is going, just so you kind of know right. where that budget lies. Right. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week, we're doing another deep dive into another <laughs> fantastic Disney character. I mean, this one's definitely one of our absolute mm-hmm. favorites. The original Disney dog, Pluto. Pluto. Yes, we love <laughs> Pluto so very much. And Michelle will bring more of her fantastic research into <laughs> Mickey's best friend. Yes. Uh, and just who doesn't love Pluto? I'm sorry, Pluto is the best. Who doesn't yes, love Pluto? Yeah, talk about having that lovable personality uh, and just a- adorable pup. And yeah, yeah. Can't, can't wait to, to research that and share some of the findings. Yeah, so uh, next week, all about Pluto. We're excited uh, to check that out for sure. So we appreciate that you join us today in the future. You can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Over the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you would have an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter, which we would love to invite you to do that. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. Again, just another way to be part of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast right. community. Another way is to follow us on social media. We're very active on social media and have a lot of fun with a lot of Hyperion Adventures, mm-hmm. just like you out there. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast we also have a youtube channel feel free to check out some of these uh, videos and see where my hair is going uh, this (laughs) this week and just to see how pretty michelle is uh, on our youtube channel just do a search for hyperion adventures podcast and we'll come right up hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com right and thank you for those of you who have who have communicated with us this week for this episode we really appreciate your participation and we also like to encourage anybody if you do want to give us a review it really does help give us some feedback you know what do you like about the podcast and it also i guess there's algorithms something like that something technical that i don't really understand which is most things (laughs) but anyways we do appreciate that feedback yes so thank you very much for all your feedback thanks for all the listener input this week and uh, thank you for listening to the hyperion adventures podcast we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week until that time i'm tom i'm michelle and we hope that you have a magical week bye